Welcome to Beers and Banter. This is a Hobby Homies podcast where we, as the name suggests, dabble in a couple beverages, talk all things wargaming and or life. And all three of us, yes, <laughs> yes, excellent. Um, I'm Fox. I'm here with Shane. What's going on? And Moose. Good on. A new addition to the podcast. Now we're gonna yeah. we're gonna talk to you, Moose, about all things Kings of War and all things Moose Moosington the Third. But first, Shane, you wanna you wanna say a couple things? Yeah, you got some stuff we- going on. Oh man, there's so much stuff going on. It's not me. I'm not doing anything. Um, it's these other guys. <laughs> but before we kick it off, um, I just wanted to quickly shout out Viv and the guys at uh, Knights of Dice. They're putting together the 24 uh, hour live streamed Paint for Life, sorry, Painting for Life, Paintathon. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys are going to be hanging out on stream for 24 hours, just seeing how many minis they can paint. Um, they're having a bunch of guests come in. Um, well, they've got um, Ryan McNaught, who's one of the one of the hosts from Lego Masters. Um, Luke Fellows from Geek Gaming Scenics, who is a god among men in the terraining and diorama scene. Oh, um, man. And, and Queensland's own Lachlan Linton Keane from Zorpazorp. So, oh. um, and they're having a bunch more too that are, that are coming. So, check out their Facebook page uh, and their website, knightsofdice.com, and uh, get around it. Like, just jump in. They're going to be talking about all things hobby as well throughout the 24 hours, which I think is just insane. So that's this Friday, uh, starting 10 a.m., Friday the 24th of September, running until, you guessed it, 10 a.m. Saturday the 25th of December. So There's, there's prizes and giveaways and oh, stuff man. like that as well. Yeah, 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 they're doing. So every, I believe it's every $10 you donate, you get a, uh, a ticket and you go into the draw for all kinds of cool prizes. So, Very sick. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, so check it out. So now, Moose, we know you quite well. Some some would say probably too well. Um, so- <laughs> Intimately. <laughs> Intimately, yes, indeed. Tell uh, tell our listeners a bit about yourself, mate. Oh, did you ask how work was? No, no I didn't. No, I, no. Exactly, I specifically didn't. <laughs> we spoke pre-show. We were not going to mention the W word once. <laughs> Outside of work. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, hopefully Gritty will uh, you know get on and add some, add some um, comments on that one he loves, he'll love it this, he loves this, the long ep- this episode uh, is just for Gritty actually it is probably yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think he's had like two now one was about books and now this one so he's lucky <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know what to say about myself um, well how did you get into wargaming like what how many years have you been in it what drew you in and what do you current? What does it look like for you now at the moment? Okay, so my brother and I started collecting white dwarfs when we were in our teenage years uh, in the nineties, mm. and back then they were actually like uh, white dwarfs from the eighties that we were buying. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! We were buying brand new. Yeah. <laughs> From is that because is that, that because in the nineties it took ten years for them to get here by boat? <laughs> pretty, or? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we were getting like ten year old um, white dwarfs, and we were just frothing it. We were like, these things are freaking amazing, and you couldn't. Yeah, really, there was no games workshop in Australia back then, so no, we wow. just go to hobby stores and order stuff in from overseas. Wow, yeah, slowly sort of built up a bit of Warhammer Fantasy and uh, and a bit of forty k stuff and Blood Bowl, the second edition Blood Bowl. But then we both sort of got into our twenties and and went away from it and forgot about it. And then I um, was married a couple of times, had a lot of kids, and <laughs> played lots of sports over the years. And when I finally retired from playing sports, I needed a hobby to keep myself sane. 
Yeah. And some stuff was uh, flicking up on Facebook from like heavy metal painters and all that sort of stuff kept coming into my feed. So I started following some of the Facebook groups and then got all my stuff out of storage, which I still had 20 odd years later. Oh, that's so good. And got back into it and, and pretty much gone bankrupt. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Fair (laughs) enough. Yeah. You're not I think we're all in crippling got- debt. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, uh, one, one, one part of my house is just warehousing for plastic crack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. good. I have to yeah. get a whole separate storage unit and hide it from my wife. So, I mean, I, <laughs> I, pre- I appreciate you. I mean, you're not, the, the crippling debt can't be too much if you've got a whole room of it. My house is one whole room, so you're doing okay. <laughs> It's cheaper in Queensland. Well, it has been for a little while anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I did froth that. Wait, whereabouts in... Are you on, you're not on the sunny coast. You're... No, I'm in, in the Redlands. So, southeast yep. on the base yep. side. Yep. Yep. That's right. That's why you go for that horrible team. What is that? The the gridiron team there. Ravens. Something Ravens. I played for them. Some, <laughs> seven some years garbage. as well. So. How many years? Seven. Wow. Far out. So your knees are sh- your knees gone. <laughs> well, most of my body is gone. <laughs> Play offensive line for seven years for oh, yeah. that's like living for thirty hundred years. That's a number. <laughs> I can't even hold the paintbrush anymore. <laughs> you know what? That explains a lot. No, that's a lie. You're a, oh, you're a terrific a ter- painter. That is a terrible lie, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> you're actually on uh, Games Workshop's website because yeah, of your great uncleaned one. Yeah, yeah. Although yeah. I- that was a fluke, it- but. Yeah. <laughs> it was originally called the unclean one, but then they saw your version and they're like, we got to rename this bitch. <laughs> Listen, yeah. you played in a Kings of War tournament on the weekend. I did. The previous weekend to this. Um, we actually put Kings of War on our game that we will never play, I believe. <laughs> I yeah, believe. That's why I went to play this. Bruce wasn't a fan. He was not a fan. <laughs> you know what? Kings of War is a rank and flank and I just, I don't know enough about it. I'm not in the universe. I've got some ships from Mantic, Amada. So I want to know how you would explain the Kings of War. Like what drew you in? How would you explain Kings of War to someone like us who really have no idea? No, not the slightest. Oh, look, the, the main thing that, that sort of sucked me into it was the aesthetics of it, really. Um, yep. The main thing that they do that's differently to everyone else is they create these really scenic and thematic multi-bases where they will have, you know, they're a, they're a square or a rectangle base and they will glue a bunch of the minis on there as a, as a regiment or a troop or whatever. And, yep. like, they will make it to whatever. Like, mine are going to be lava bases. So it's going to be a bunch of dwarves, crazy dwarves, jumping over different parts of lava to attack whoever is in front of them. You know, there's snow bases. There's yeah, there's, you can do whatever you want. Like I saw one guy that actually made um like an undead army, and he had like cathedrals and stuff like that together on the different bases, and he could actually push all of the bases together, and it make look like a big terrain set. Oh, like, nice. like a diorama. It was insane, yeah. you know. So stuff that, that like is it. awesome. It is cool. You can do whatever, whatever your mind can come up with. You can put it into the basics. So, so really, the aesthetics was what drew me in. Um, but I kind of fell into it by accident playing the game recently because there was a gaming club in Brisbane called Springfield Gamers, 
and they said, look, we're looking for an extra person to play Kings of War for the Help His Rift campaign, which is a, campaign, right. a global campaign that's actually shaping the way the law is going to change for the next edition and, and, and the, the stories that they write about it for their law that actually shapes it. So the games that you play for this campaign shapes the, shapes the law. Shape That's incredible the yeah. to feel yeah, that, like your tabletop games have an impact in the yeah. actual universe. So how the wins and losses, the different factions all have against each other, that changes how the story goes. So um, so they said, look, I've see, we see that you've been interested in it before. Do you want to come play a game? I was like, I've never played before, but hey, why not? <laughs> so I went and played that game, borrowed an army to go and play that game. And then he said, look, in a couple of weeks' time, we're having a tournament. Do you want to play some more games? And I was like, eh. Why not? That's awesome. Why the heck That's not? awesome. So so you just had a tournament. So can you tell us what a typical uh, turn looks like in uh, in Kings of War? You know, we're all pretty familiar with how, you know, 40K and Necromunda and all that play. But, like, what's what's it look like in Kings of War? With uh, Kings of War, they only have three parts to a turn. So they have movement, shooting, and combat. So in your movement phase, you move all of your stuff forward to wherever you want it to be, including any charges that you want to do. Uh, And then there's also some other special rules that you do within movement phases as well. Shooting phase, you basically shoot anything that's in your line of sight. And the good thing about them is it's not like in 40k or kill team where you go well i can see his antenna from around there so i can shoot yeah. him they yeah. have all of the uh the different troop types have heights so if you're okay. a height two and the person that you're trying to shoot over there is a height two you can't see them through your own line of troops yeah but if you can see if they're a height four <clears throat> and they're taller than your own guys in front of you you can see yeah. them yeah. So stuff like that. So have whatever size the terrain is, if it's taller than what the than what the troop type is, you can't see them. If they're yeah. taller than the terrain, you can see them and shoot at them. So so, so that allows like things. Yeah, so that, so that allows the um, the freedom of basing where you right. know like you don't have to worry about how high the base is as to giving yourself a penalty. You can model these mod, the, like these miniatures in an incredible way. And, um, and still have that cover. That's that's yeah, cool. I like there's that. There's no modeling to advantage or anything yeah, like that. Or disadvantage sometimes. It's right. Yeah. It's all on the rules. So basically, nice. you, you can make something that's six inches high or something like that. Yeah. Still only a height too. Like yep. there was a guy mm. that had um, this, it was it was a rat army, ratkin army, but he'd used a big Skaven model. And he basically, he was sitting on a column that was about that high. And then the, the miniature on top of it was about that high. Wow. But its height was probably only height six, so yeah, it didn't matter. Like it, it was humongous. This this miniature, <laughs> but it was just because it was cool. The only yeah. The yeah. Only, only thing that you have to have is the base size has to be whatever it says in the rule book. Yeah, uh, which is based on sort of how many people can flank it and attack it and stuff like that. It's funny the the more you talk about how this game is like. The, the scenics that go into it and how the, the modeling side of it doesn't affect the actual gameplay. I think that this game is built for Shane in the sense that like, <laughs> yeah. uh, the second Shane gets a base bigger than oh. 32 mil, he just goes, oh man, the things it's, I could do with this. It's you a blank a, canvas. Yeah, you get a night base <laughs> and, and you're like, I can make a trench. For so long with 40K and, and Kill Team and even AOS, I never thought that I would like square bases. Like, I even, yeah. threw, I even threw out all my old fantasy bases that were square because I was like, I'm never needing these again. Exactly. But, like, <laughs> yeah. 
with with the bases that they use in Kings of War, the the whole idea of the square and the rectangle bases is so awesome. Like you yep. can you can fit so much more stuff on them. But just the yep. way that they maneuver and stuff. So when you're attacking each other, you know, it's like your your base and you pull your 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 other squad up against them to charge them or whatever. It's just it makes more sense. Yeah. You couldn't build around bases, it would just wouldn't work. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but yeah, um, basically the three the three movement phase, sorry the three phases movement shooting in um, combat, and um, the other good thing about that is that you don't have a certain amount of wounds. So okay, it's that you have nerve. So what's your morale basically? Mm-hmm. So sure. let's say for example, you you could put twenty wounds on a model, but they don't die until you actually make them roll to fail their nerve. Okay. They'll, they'll have, say, for example, uh, um, a unit of dwarf ironclad, I think, was 16 slash 18. So that means okay. that if they get 16, it, which is the wounds plus whatever the, the opponent rolls, they're what's called wavered, so they can't do anything for a turn. But yep. if you get 18 or more then they die. You take them off the table. But until oh. you roll that nerve and they fail that nerve, they stay on the table. So if he keeps rolling okay. bad and a double one is always a fail, if he rolls a double one on his on your nerve, nothing happens to you. So wow. So some of my, my um, regiments that I had on, on the table on Sunday, they were just rolling badly and these guys just kept copping wounds and just staying there. <laughs> wow it just clogs up the table because they can't get through yeah. they can't get rid of this this regiment out of the way and you know they're just just frustrating for them so oh so um, your opponent rolls the nerve test for you yeah oh, okay that they makes sense so they they were... put the wounds on you and then they roll yeah. for your nerve to see if they, yeah. they either waver you which basically stuns you or, sure. or they remove you from the table yeah so which is how they avoid taking off single models off your little base, and that's why right. you can make your diorama and not worry about because it's either the whole base gets removed or nothing. Yeah. And the I was more, kind of yeah. The, the more you have on that base because they have different sizes, so troop is like five to ten, and then regiments are usually around sort of twenty, and then a horde is like forty models. Wow, the, wow. The bigger they are, couldn't imagine that. <laughs> well, you don't see, so, but they work on a seventy-five percent scale too. So if yeah. you've got a troop, you would only put seven on the base. And instead of oh, twenty four regiment, okay. you only put fifteen on the base. Yeah, but right. You don't put this. You don't have to put the whole amount on the base. You only have to have seventy five percent on the base. But could so, oh, so that's a, like a minimum that threshold to make it, yeah. and also it leaves you room to make more models. So yeah, they're not like GW. Ah. They say you have to have ten because it costs a hundred dollars to buy ten. Yeah, yeah. You'd be able to make more troops and more regiments, but from the you know, yeah, it saves you money. Um, that's cool. But um, the, the the bigger your size, the more nerve you have. So a yep. troop a troop might only have sort of twelve nerve. A regiment might have sixteen, but a horde's going to have like twenty six. So yeah, wow. you can take more wounds before your nerve takes you off the table. So yeah, I used yeah. to have some bigger some bigger bases in 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 the that game. is. That is awesome. That reminds me kind of like uh, quickly Flames of War. It has multi-basing, you know, in squads of troops. Um, mm-hmm. It might only be five guys on the one base or four guys on the one base, but the fact that they all get to fight, even though they're taking damage, they're all still fighting until the final wound comes off, you know? Yeah. Um, so the ability for that, like your 40 
horde just keeps getting to fight until it finally that's right you know 25 attacks each turn regardless yeah. you wipe it off the table. it's not it's not getting whittled down like it would yep. if you were picking up one or two models here and there exactly so and the other yeah that's thing cool like that's simplified about it as well is they don't have you roll the hit you roll the wound you all of that sort of stuff saves and yep. all that sort of stuff it's more simplified yep. so you've got your stats there's only about six stats and you've got your range stat or your or your um, melee stat. So what do you have, whatever you've got to roll to shoot or whatever you've got got to roll to um, in close combat. Yeah. And you've got a defense stat. So if I go in and I attack him, it says my melee my melee is four. I roll four, five, six. I hit him. And yeah. then what his defense is. So he's got a defense of five. I've got to roll a five or a six to wound him. Sit. Yeah, okay. There's no yeah. and wounds and saves and all that sort of stuff. If I roll on four plus and I hit him and then I roll five plus and I wound him, that's it. He yep. takes those wounds. Oh, yeah. Nice. That. So you could just roll your 25 dice for your horde and you put on <laughs> 17 wounds or something and yep. then you roll the nerve and you can take him off the table in one turn or you might only get three wounds and then, you know, yeah. he sits there so, for three turns. Well, <laughs> so do the wounds, like if you... I'm just trying to uh, map it out in my head. If you attack with unit A mm -hmm. into them and only do four wounds, yep. does that sort of stay on them and then you can attack with the next yeah. unit and add to that total? Wounds never come off unless you've got magic that can heal wounds or yep. like one of the guys I played against had werewolves and they had like regeneration. And I think sure. one of the other team had uh, the trolls and they had regeneration as well. Um, yep. so like they were getting a certain amount of wounds back per turn, but... But as a general rule, once you put the wounds on them, you just keep putting more wounds on them. And obviously, the higher the wounds get, the less you have to roll on nerve to get them off the table. So Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, cool. Just don't roll a double one and they go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would be, I, I would love, yeah, that sounds awesome. Especially it is actually the... a really fun game. It's long, uh, probably yep. longer because I had only played one game before I went into a tournament. Yeah, um, you know, but but most of the other guys didn't seem to wrap up much quicker than than my games did. So you know, it's still yeah, a couple of hours to play a game. With like, a, we played twenty three hundred points, which I think is pretty common for Kings of War. Sure. Um, but yeah, still so, probably two two hours a game. Okay, nice. I was gonna I was gonna ask, would you say it's closer to two or closer to three hours for setup and the full game and done? Yeah, I'm just trying to think. So probably first game. We, we set, started setting up about 9, 10 past 9. And yep. we probably finished about 10 to 12. But that was for my sort of my first game and getting my head around it. But yep. yeah, I mean, okay. probably one of the longest steps is setting the game up in the first place because you've got yeah, so, many, sure. so many things and it's I drop, you drop, you know. Yeah, um, alternate and, deployment. And alternate drop, that's right. And you're, and you're also trying to be kind of strategic with how you do it. You're watching what he's dropping. Same as yep. I suppose you would with 40k. So, yeah. you, like for example, I've got, I had uh, cavalry. Our dwarves have what's called brock riders. So they they ride on giant badges, which is <laughs> that's incredible. Sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a unit of goblins which had like long spears, which does extra damage to cavalry. So, yeah. I was like, right, where's he going to put them down? And I'll put my brock riders on the other side so that. You know, they come up against something that's not going to do double damage to them. Totally. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cool. I like that tension with deployment. 
being one of the main cruxes of the game because once you get into it, I guess the rest is pretty pretty known because you can sort of look. That's on the yeah. left flank. That's on the right. That's in the middle. Yeah, those things are going to war. Yeah. You the, know, the main mechanics are fairly simple. It's it's not too complicated. It's pretty easy to get your head around. There is a lot of strategy involved in which I got my ass handed to me in every game pretty much because <laughs> sure. I've learned the strategies. Yeah, yeah. And the main thing that kept messing me up was with with Kings of War, if you get attacked front on, you do yep. whatever your normal attacks are. Sure. If you get flanked, which means they come into the side, they get yep. double the amount of attacks. Oof, that's wow. They attack you from the rear. They get triple the amount of attacks. No one wants to get attacked so, from the rear. Well, the rear is best, everyone knows. <laughs> what I've heard about Fox. But, uh, <laughs> but, but for sure, like, you've got to be careful where you put your, your, um, your base. You've got to yeah. be aware of what their charging distance is, stuff like that. And I kept going, I'm just going to move down here and eventually I'm going to get to this guy and then this this other the guy would come in from the side and he would double attack me and then another one would come in from the rear and just decimate me and I was yep. like, yeah, yeah, sort of doing it to myself and and I was kind of slowly learning <laughs> each time not to do it, but it, it got less bad <laughs> yep. through the day. But yeah, it's, it's a lot of strategy involved in that. You've got to know where you can be to pres- like um, preserve your guys long enough to get to the objectives you want to do. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Moose. And getting decimated in the rear, name an, a more iconic duo. I'll wait. <laughs> hey, so oh, oh, you go, Shane. You go. No, no. I was just going to ask. So, Moose, you mentioned that you borrowed an army for this tournament. Mm. Um, what army did you use? Dwarves. Dwarves. Yeah, yeah. And riding like, the badges. Oh, of course, you say that. Yeah. So, what like what does the the dwarf army consist of? Does it have you know infantry, cavalry, and then like uh, artillery or vehicles or big beasts or like what? Yes. Yeah, so Paint a picture for me. <laughs> for the first game, I completely borrowed an army, which um, I suppose is like any other sort of army. So, dwarves have a few different types of troops. They've got ironclad, iron guard, shield breakers, stuff like that. So. The difference really between them is just the attack and the defense stats. Really. Yeah. Um, and then they've got Brock Riders, which are the, the cavalry, and they're actually Berserkers, which is essentially, remember the old Troll Slayers? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like shirtless and they got Mohawks and they're. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, yeah. Right? Yep. So yep. the Berserkers ride the Brocks, and then you can also have Berserkers on foot as well. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty, just pretty good fighters. Uh, and they've got quite a good nerve as well. They don't they waver. You can't waver them. You can only kill ah, them. So, okay. Yeah. Um, so that's quite good. Um, you've also got um, riflemen, which aren't very good. They're called Ironwatch rifles and the crossbows are a little bit better, but their shooting guys aren't great. They've, yep. got, they've got some elite shooters called sharp shooters, which are pretty good. Uh, but you only get a unit of five. That's all you can get for them. And they're oh, really wow. expensive, but they're quite yeah. good. Okay, so, so you got to sit typical uh, snipers. you got to sit them back. Hopefully much. no one even touches them because yeah, they've got good range. They've got 36-inch range. Um, sure. And they have my range. like uh, <laughs> cannons, organ guns, and some sort of flamethrower thing they've got. I, I haven't. I think I've got one in the cupboard, actually, in my yeah. pile. Doesn't surprise me. I didn't get to use one. <laughs> <laughs> use one. Um, they also have a war machine called a steel behemoth, which I actually built one that I had 
to use in the tournament. So I only borrowed sort of three quarters of the army for the tournament. I, yep, built, yep. I built myself a steel behemoth. Uh, and one of the other cool things about the dwarves in Kings of War is they have access to earth elementals, which are great ah. big rock golem type gods. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Um, and so they have a greater earth elemental, which is like this massive big King Kong looking rock golem. <laughs> yep. And they have a regiment of earth elementals, which are a little bit smaller. They're still pretty big. Uh, so you get a unit of three of those. So uh, he had a greater earth elemental. I borrowed that off him. And then I built up my own regiment of three earth elementals. They hit hard. They're great. Slow, but really, really good. So yep. you know, they, they were probably my, my um, MVPs. The Steel Behemoth cool. was pretty good, but kept getting targeted and shot off the board. So Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> the I first mean, game cool. I played against um, an, an army that didn't have any shooting at all. It was all close combat. So the Steel Behemoth just ran right and like did some major damage. But the other yeah. two games that I played had heaps of like shooting and it just got shot to shit. And they knew, they saw that thing and they were like, well, I'm taking that down small, first. You can't hide it either. So yeah. You, yeah. if you've got range, you can shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Far out. I love that model because I, I saw it once on, I didn't know it was Kings of War. In yeah. fact, I didn't know what game it belonged to until you posted in our Discord, mm. like you building and painting it. And I was like, oh, that's that model I saw on, it was like maybe Kenny Boucher or okay. someone grabbed one and painted it with uh, Army Paint and Metallics or whatever. And it, it looked fine. Yours looks better, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I've, I've loved that model. Since... Dynamic pose. I don't really like static poses, as you're probably aware. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah, we are aware. Yeah. You do not buy something from a box, build it that way, <laughs> and then paint it. Unless it's one pose and you can't have got no choice. Sometimes I'll hack it up a you, bit and try You'll it. find a way. <laughs> but uh, the cool so, thing about the behemoth is it stomps the crap out of people, but it's also got a 12-inch flamethrower as well. So, it's got, And it can move and shoot. So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that is pretty, cool. Pretty tough. So do you think you'll keep trying to do this thing where you, you sort of like build and paint a few of your own dwarfs and, and try and borrow a dwarf army and figure out what works well? And then maybe you'll, you go, all right, that unit worked well, so I'll buy that. Is that your plan to build a dwarf army and get a bit more into it? <sighs> to, be, to be honest, I've got a, enough in the cupboard already to make a dwarf. <laughs> okay, excellent. I've got all my old, my old Warhammer Fantasy dwarves that I had once upon a time that I've stripped and, and got ready to paint and multi-base um <laughs> i've got the elementals and the steel behemoth already i think i've got a great earth elemental in there as well uh, i probably wouldn't need to buy too much yeah how does I, that I've got brock riders as well so <laughs> how does that community go in terms of like proxying and bringing stuff oh, from other systems look yeah. you can use whatever you want like the, the yeah Rat, cool the ratkin army i played against was all skaven models you know, oh, I don't right. think there was a man. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I played um, a goblin army, and I'm pretty sure they were all, other than the war machines, I think all of the goblin miniatures were all Warhammer. Um, the trolls were clearly something else. I didn't recognize them. Um, right. But, yeah, like, they don't care. They just want you to play games. And even the guy, Ronnie Renton, who who's the owner of, and the founder of Mantic, He's all about proxying. He just wants people to play games. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so awesome. The, the, the games are kind of designed about 
around using whatever you want. They just want yeah. you to play games. Of course, it'd be cool if you use their stuff. Oh, sure. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah. They just want, as long as you're using their rules, they don't care what you use. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of That's like awesome. an org- it's an organic thing that happens when you play a game that you love. You yeah. inherently want to support the creators of that. So you go, all right, maybe my full Rakan army that's all Skaven is sweet and it's gotten me this far, but I love this game so much. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to throw and, a couple and, coins Mantic's way. And the good thing about Mantic is that the newer stuff just gets better and better all the time. They've got some incredible sculptors doing some some stuff there for the newer armies and the newer updates of their armies. And some of them are amazing. Yeah, their armada yeah. stuff looks looks phenomenal. Like to some oh. of the ships that I've got, like um, I've even got a couple of um, goblins on the moor beasts, um, yeah. which I haven't even like built yet. But they're they're sweet looking little models, you know. They they're awesome. I'm sneaking yeah. away to grab an armada model. It's right next to me, so I'm like, well. <laughs> um, but like you even look at some of the new Ratkin models that have come out. They look amazing. Yeah, uh, their ogres. They uh, they recently did an ogre army. Oh, man, that stuff looks amazing. Oh yeah, yeah like Look, I just, a, you know what I'm like. I, I love everything. I can't help myself. But <laughs> this is yeah, adorable little boat, and that's the little battleship. Well. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And then there's big, this big old boy, big yeah. chunky boy. Yeah. For uh, for people listening to the audio, they got no idea what's going on. Yeah. Nah. Hey, at least I'm you're on... holding it still compared to me fucking last week. <laughs> yeah. You're like, check out this, check out this boat, man. Like, look at the detail. <laughs> I like how Fox just says, hey, look at this little guy. And then Shaz says, look at this chunky boy. Here's Shane. I mean, sorry, here's Fox. And here's Shane. <laughs> That's what I've named the ships for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes yeah. kings of war is very fun you can use whatever you want as long as you get the base sizes right and you know like i, I don't know that they probably even really care about the rules but obviously <laughs> you're playing that game you need to use their rules yeah uh, but I, what i found mainly is the community is amazing like very welcoming um you know the guys that i played against in the tournament were pretty much teaching me how to play while i was playing of course yeah they, they mopped the floor with me, but you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, especially they were teaching whole... you poorly. <laughs> yeah. no, they were teaching me well, but yeah, yeah. Like I still yeah. made mistakes and 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 you know got decimated. But like that, even the last game I played, the guy was kind of saying, "Do you really want to do that? Because <laughs> then I can do this, and then yeah, yep, maybe yep. you want to rethink that." He was because yeah. yep. he, I still, it still like lost badly to him, but. You know, he helped me make less poor decisions. Yeah. Ah, that's good. That's what you want an opponent to. You don't want someone just to take advantage, you know, of uh, poor innocent Moose um, who's new new to this scene and, um, you know, just get, yeah. You know, you want to, like, you want to feel good about losing. (laughs) Reminds me of my my 40K tournament. He said, look, you know, we want you to enjoy yourself because we want you to come back. Yeah, exactly. You know, you've wiped the floor with you, then you'd be like, fuck this. I'm not yeah, going to come here and get like shit on every time. Right. You know? I've like, <laughs> a few games. I've got my ass handed to me each time. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, no, like, yeah. like the, the neckbeards in 40K who just are all about decimating you and then making you feel really bad about, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, Moose, we're, we're getting to the pointy end. Um, before we have to wrap up, quickly... What what do you what do you like about the game like the most like what Kings of War what calls to you? 
I like a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like that you can use pretty much anything you want for yep. those armies. You can 3D print, you can use from different um, companies, you can do whatever you want, so, as long as it sort of fits the basic sort of rule set. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you need to know what it is. Um, I like that it's very simple to play. Like the, mm. the basic mechanics are very, very easy. And the fact that, you know, when you're moving a squad, you just move one. You don't have to move 10 individual yeah. guys and keep them in, in <laughs> coherency and all that sort of rubbish. You just move it forward. And like you said, you just, you you, you play it until that one's dead and then you remove the whole thing. You don't have That's, to. Yeah, I like that. That yeah. sounds good. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's got full wounds and it's got full attacks until you remove it from the table. Yeah. It's, Until it's, it's got none. Yeah. <laughs> if I yeah, may be but, so bold as to assume, it sounds like I feel like everything we know about you, Moose, you're a modeler, a painter, you love customizing. Even even your Death Guard, you'll grab a simple troop and make it look fucking awesome through your yeah. kit bashes. So this game where it's more about the hobby aspect of it and then when you go to throw dice, it's nice and simple and quick and yeah. intuitive. That sounds like maybe that's why it's your style of game because it's more about the hobby side of it and then the game not it's not secondary to it it's just an enjoyable part of it but it's not convoluted no that's right yeah and and i and i think that also everything that mantic does they just create great communities i haven't come across not that i haven't been in person with a lot of the, the communities but I've, I've spent a lot of time online in different mantic communities and they yep. all seem very similar to what i've come across in in, in these guys at springfield gamers like they're welcoming they want to teach you they want you to enjoy yourself they're not all about crushing you into dust they <laughs> yeah they want everyone to enjoy themselves playing the games and yep. and i think that part of the simplified rule sets of those games kind of it must sort of attract those sorts of people that just want to have fun but yeah. yeah definitely i think you're right i think you hit the nail on the head that's got a high aspect of modeling and low amount of rules and yeah you know that way i can be creative but also i'm you know not the smartest you know <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. not that not the sharpest tool in the shed so i don't have to think too much. <laughs> it's it's less about net listing and the competitive well, aspect of it and it's yeah, more about yeah. the hobby and i'm sure and you then, could make it super competitive if you wanted to there'd be lots of yeah. things you could try with lists and like i said it's, it's quite strategic with how you play but yeah if it's not just, like the if you just want to play card. a game i think you can just throw some stuff on the table and still have a good time that's yeah, it. mad. That's what you want, I think. Yeah. Look, that sounds good. Moose, it's been an absolute blast having you. This has been your our second official guest. Yeah. And we couldn't have picked uh, a more important person to the podcast than you. Like, you've been there from the start. You've been an instrumental person in the Discord. We love you, to be honest, Moose. We absolutely <laughs> adore you. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And we've ha- loved having you. This won't be the last time. This this will just be the last time we don't ask you about work. Because <laughs> let's be honest, we don't have time for that. Churchy would look at the episode runtime of three hours and be like, be like I'm not nah. editing that." <laughs> yeah. And also, there would be no hobby talk at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is hobby when you yeah. can talk about mowers? I mean, come on. <laughs> that would have 
two listens and it would be gridlock listening twice. (laughs) 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 We appreciate your time. We thank you so much for jumping on. Thank you, Moose. If you get a chance, maybe let's jump in the hobby hangout, something we do here every uh, Tuesday when people aren't doing other things. And uh, we'll catch you on the next Beers and Banter. True. We've ran out of beers. Yep. But we we haven't run out of banter. So. <laughs> no, <that's... laughs> Thank right. you so much. I've been Fox. This I've been, been Shane. Shane. I've been Moose. Hey. <laughs> hey. He's a natural. That's it. <laughs> you can replace Shane. That's fine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Toodles. Toodles. Toodles.